Be who you are and acknowledge how you feel. Because at the beginning, middle, and end of the day, real is the new real. Welcome back. I am your host, Shannon McGuire, and this week we're talking about innocence. This is a word that, oh, I have such, such deep gratitude for. When I think of innocence, I think of freedom from guilt or wrong, or I think of blamelessness, harmlessness. I think of purity. I think of children. I think of childhood and that innocence. And for a while, I didn't have deep gratitude for this word because I looked at it through the victimhood dweller's lens. I had fads around it. I was angry above all because I felt like my innocence was stripped away, was taken away from me when I was only nine years old. Once the shock of the environment that I was living in settled in on me through the loss and through the division and the chaos that was surrounding me, I witnessed my childhood die. In some ways, it felt like I witnessed my heart die. And maybe it did. And maybe it was rebirthed through new love and new experiences. But coming back to innocence, it felt like I knew too much in some ways. I had experienced death. I experienced destruction and violence. I just experienced malice. I experienced division at all sorts of levels. I experienced so much cruelty. So in some ways, I felt like, man, my innocence was taken. But as I got older, I reframed that. And I'm like, wait a minute. Power always rests inside of you. You have an ability to tap into innocence at any time. And the beauty has been from watching and getting to know each one of my children. From ages 5 to 22, I can see that innocence play out in so many ways. And growing up with them and watching them brought me back to that natural harmlessness, that openness, the unsoiled intentions, being pure, pure of heart. And innocence really builds from a heart that is open to joy. Compassion, forgiveness, and kindness. I can practice those things in my life now because of the innocence and the purity of my intention I can be more forgiving and sometimes forgive what some may think is unforgivable. Oh, of course. I mean, don't get it twisted. Don't come over here with the nonsense and stupidity and thinking that she's going to get up over on me. That's a whole other conversation that strikes up anger, girl. But rarely, very rarely. When it comes to treating beings on this planet, living beings for sure, humans and animals. And I try with the bugs. Sometimes I can't see what I'm stepping on, but Bringing that compassion and respect for life is super important for me. And I've learned that those with pure hearts are the ones best guided by their instinct and intuition. You remember we talked about that a little bit where we talked about how instinct is ruled by the reptilian brain. And then we had more of that emotional side that was the mammalian brain, that limbic. And then the neocortex, that one in the middle, it's like that intuitive, that intuitiveness that flows through. Well, if you have a pure heart that's unbridled by fads, energy, fear, anger, disgust, sadness, and schadenfreude, you can make really good decisions. I've practiced this so many times and tested especially my intuition and score A's quite often when I'm really aligned with that purity of intention, that innocence. That doesn't mean being naive and naivete because sometimes that is very destructive. That's like blind carelessness and making decisions and not weighing cause and effect and thinking about the consequences that will come out after an action is taken, after a decision is made. Remember, you have power. You have the ability to make the decision at any given time. Innocence implies this purity, this 
not looking for anything in return and not doing something with an expected outcome because that's going to lead to resentment. We'll unpack that one next week. But I want you to think about the level of innocence that plays out in your world. Now I want you to consider it. I want you to consider where innocence has helped you. And I want you to consider where you thought it might have been innocence, but maybe it was naiveness and naivete where you were making decisions that kind of harmed you or hurt you or however you want to frame that. Sometimes when people think they're practicing innocence, but they're <laughs> they're rooting it in a cleverness to outthink and outdo others, that is probably not purity of heart. <laughs> when there's a cleverness being yielded and wielded and being thrown towards others to get what you want, that's not innocence. Innocence is being childlike. Innocence is trusting. Innocence is in some ways just that forgiveness, that true forgiveness, that true compassion, that true kindness. You're not looking for anything in return. You're being, you're being energy. You're being joy. You're being free. And for me, freedom, free will is God's ultimate love language for me. When I think of energy for me and I think of what I was gifted, the ultimate love, that free will, the freedom to choose, the freedom to be, oh my goodness, can't even fathom that fully. I can just feel it. So consider, consider your feelings towards innocence. Consider the times in your life where innocence has played out for you. Consider the times where innocence has not gone so well. What does it mean for you? What is innocence? And how might you embody some of it as you make more decisions, especially when you start making decisions for others and using love as your filter and understanding that freedom and free will that we may have, if you believe that. Some people do, some people don't. I do. So innocence, I want you to just consider how and where that shows up for you. Because for me, it materializes in ways of remembrance, remembrance of my childhood, remembrance of the feeling of being innocent and free, the feeling of just sometimes best said, not caring what other people think. Because when I make decisions so rooted in will others believe, will others decide for me, will others approve, will others validate, will others just, will others, others, man, it doesn't work. Because then I'm rooting my whole belief system, my whole feelings about myself in the hands of somebody else. I'm literally putting a tree there. That makes no sense. Why would I put my tree and grow a tree in somebody else's hands? Makes no sense. Got to start with me. So for me, innocence is getting back to that place of trust, pure trust, because the truth is there. There is truth everywhere. The lies were removed, right? So that innocence is really about trust, trust in the source that I come from, trust in all being well, Trust that when things are bad, they'll get back good. When things are good, they may go bad. Trusting in that balance. Trusting in that childlike wander to help me wander through life. The youth and the playfulness. Innocence. Doesn't mean I have to be like a big child. Sometimes I am. I still get all excited and stuff. But innocence is such a good root for me. Such a good root because it keeps me humble. It keeps me honorable. It keeps me alive and aware. Yeah, I like it. So consider how innocence plays a role in your day-to-day -day life. Be who you are and acknowledge how you feel. Because at the beginning, middle, and end of the day, 
Real is the new real. If you enjoy these nuggets of mom wisdom, I encourage you to check out SupremeMoms.com, where you'll find tools and insights to help you live more days feeling good about being yourself.